Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo decoded report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestion, endo aligned product matching in your state, suggested dosage guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. Welcome, I'm Tom. You can find me by Googling Cannabis Lawyer and then clicking on my website, CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, an online resource for all your questions about your cannabis business, especially in Illinois. And today we're going to be talking about adult use cultivation centers in Illinois. It is the nothing burger of the Illinois adult use laws. It's a nothing burger because it doesn't seem like the adult use cultivation center licenses really become available in the sense that they're actually maxed out right now with the some 20 medical cultivation facilities that we have in the state. There are a max of 30 under the law, but there's no contemplation as to when those will be announced. So. We're going to compare two states, Illinois and California, to see the number of these cultivation center licenses that are available, the differences between the two licenses, and perhaps where Illinois' adult use laws shall evolve over the next few years. As you know, California led the nation in medical marijuana and eventually joined states like Washington and Colorado for adult use in 2016. They have a plethora of they have a plethora of different types of licenses. They actually have 12 different types of licenses. Under the Illinois law, there's only five different types of licenses. The Illinois law, when compared to the California law, is a much simpler law and smaller law, as if it was ready for a less mature industry. So we use the California laws as a guidepost for the future to see what may come over the course of several years of adult use in Illinois. So let's get started with some raw comparisons. In California, there are approximately 40 million people and 10,000 cannabis business licenses. They're still giving them out. Compare that to Illinois that has about 13 million people and then we can do some license math here, and this implies a complete maxing out of both the first and second wave of adult use license for cultivation centers, which are called craft grows, and also dispensaries. 
we do not address the, uh, the prospect of infuser licenses or transport licenses, which will also lead to this number being higher. I'm not sure how much. We'll find out in 2021. So there's currently 20 medical adult use cultivation centers that are in operation in the state, and they have 55 medical dispensaries. Each one of those will get two locations for the adult use grandfathering period for a total of 110. There's 100 craft grow licenses available for the first and second wave of Illinois adult use law, plus about 190 conditional adult use dispensaries for a grand total of, interestingly enough, 420. 20 plus 110 plus 100 plus 190, I think it's 420. That's weird though, because there's 10,000 of these licenses in the state of California. Now, of course, these 10,000 licenses aren't as generalized as Illinois 5, with where you have dispensary, transport, infused, and then adult use cultivation center. And why, why am I doing this with my hands? For effect because there's 210,000 square feet of canopy space in those adult use cultivation centers. Some of them I don't even think have built up that much. They might continue to be doing what they call CapEx right now for uh, getting ready for the legalization on January 1st of 2020. However, that is in canopy space. Then you have your craft grower licenses. Again, there's only 100 of them max. They currently are set at 5,000 square feet of canopy space, but that can flex up to 14,000. Basically, a fraction, less than a tenth, even if it's maxed out at that size. So you would need 10 of these craft grows to equal one of those cultivation centers, of which there's 20. You really aren't competing at all in that respect. This is much different than in California where you have both indoor and outdoor cultivation. That's not allowed in Illinois, and that may cause the product to be more expensive, at least in the terms of its carbon footprint in the state of Illinois. Then you have various levels of all different sizes of cultivators in the state of California, from type one to type 1A to type two to type 3A to type four. Oh yeah, nurseries. They don't have those in the state of Illinois, so you have all these different types of cultivation centers that can go on in the state of California, both indoor and outdoor, and their size can range from 5,000 square feet or 50 plants all the way up to 22,000 square feet. So it's smaller, but it's more dispersed. Also, they have nurseries, so you can actually buy uh, the smaller plants. You don't have that opportunity in the state of Illinois. Every cultivator has to grow from their own seeds. Then you have manufacturers. This is interesting and missing from the state of Illinois. And think about it, these manufacturers in California, they have type one and type two manufacturers, depending on what type of solvents they are using to extract the, uh, the cannabinoids and also the terpenes from the flowers. Sometimes they have volatile chemicals. Those might be more of your uh, ethanol-based extractors. Or, yeah, I don't think COT qualifies as uh, a volatile chemical coal because I thought CO2 you know, stops fire, but who knows? Chemists, that's you know, they know very well. Anyway, these two types of manufacturers are noticeably absent from the Illinois rubric. There's something called the infuser license, and that may be something that extracts the cannabis flower and then creates products like vape cartridges, but from my first reading of it, 
And these, these uh, the rules are not out yet, and the infuser license application won't even be released until after the first of the year. It really seems like this is more along the lines of your edible products, as opposed to your vape cartridges, your distillates, your shatters, your waxes, your dab stuff. Uh, the craft grows, which are quite small and will still cost quite a bit to construct and to go into business, over a million dollars, maybe over two million dollars, they still might not have the ability to purchase large machinery that they would have for the manufacturers over in California so that they can do their own extractions, as those machines are not only expensive to purchase, but also to operate, because you would need sophisticated, trained staff and also chemists to be able to work those machines and get the high quality distillate that your customers want. So where is that? That might be coming in the future. They, are, they do have a transport license, which is contemplated in the state of Illinois, and that appears to be something that will work as a courier to take the product safely from its cultivation to its dispensing, or from its cultivation to its infusing to its dispensing, so that there are no risks of loss, because there are two principal drivers behind adult use cannabis, and in Illinois there's now a third. It's the prevention of the diversion, it's the prevention of the theft, and now in Illinois, it's also the social equity. So a lot of these rules and regulations all arise from stopping diversion of the product and also stopping theft of the product or its cash, which the businesses are still required to use exclusively in their commerce. In further difference, there's also a testing license that's in the state of California, which Illinois does not yet have. They put testing back onto the providers themselves. This requirement placing the testing back on the producers actually drives the cost of the product up as opposed to if they could focus on making their product and then send samples over to the testers and those testers would do their job and then the manufacturers would do their job and they would send it to the shippers, the shippers send it to the dispensaries, the dispensaries, there might even be something on that. The dispensaries either allow it for retail sale to the end user, if it is a dispensary license where it appears that you're able to have more than 10, Illinois has capped your ownership of a dispensary at 10. I realize that's still a lot of dispensaries, but if it was like a McDonald's or if it was a brand that's trying to have a chain of dispensaries, it really does limit the size of their growth. There's another type of dispensary license in the state of California, and that's if you have three or less dispensaries, and that unlocks your ability to do delivery, which is different than distribution, and they also have a transportation license. Because California has for so many years dealt in regulated cannabis products, they have a much more mature licensing rubric that they use to keep their 10,000 businesses all operating within the constraints of their state's laws. This is probably what's going to happen in Illinois, not just for the adult use cultivation centers, which are, are huge, but then for the craft grows, which are substantially smaller. These, over the course of many years, may fraction into the 10 types of cultivation licenses that they have in the state of California. Let's do a little bit of projection math, which really isn't math at all, it's just making up numbers that have an educated foundation for, to figure out 
what's going to happen to the number of licenses for cannabis in the state of Illinois over time. You see, current product demand in the legalized states of California, Colorado, and Washington state, it's about 18% of people report to be regular cannabis users, about one in five. In Illinois, which is commensurate with other prohibitionist states, it's less than 10%. However, because it's a prohibitionist state, you really can't trust that number too much because even asking that question is asking the person uh, participating in the survey to admit to crimes, so people are probably not accurately reporting it unlike how they would be accurately reporting their usages in states where it's lawful to do so. So assume that over the course of the next three years, Illinois joins the ranks of California, Colorado, and Washington State with commensurate usage rates of approximately 20%. Because of that, that 20% use rate, you're going to see a doubling of the needs for demand in the state which may require a doubling of the license. But if we use the number of licenses, and I've, I've looked at this not just for California, but also for Colorado, if we look at the number of licenses in California, it's, it's over 10,000, go to their website, they kind of are proud of this. It's a vibrant industry for the state, and hopefully that's coming to Illinois over time. But in Colorado, even there, they, have, they don't have this 100, craft grow licenses, for the number of licenses for the size and scope of that craft grow, it's over 400. And Colorado only has one third of the population of Illinois. So you really need to multiply this number of 100 by at least three right there. And if we're just doing raw numbers, you know, 10,000 licenses for roughly three times the population, great, so cut their 10,000 in a third, 3,000 licenses not 420, they would have to then roughly you know, quintuple that or more. So probably what's gonna happen is these issues will work themselves out because of the economics. And as the new entrants have need, their lawyers and their lobbyists will tell the legislatures in Springfield to tweak and amend the law so that the industry can continue to grow and bring new jobs that are not exportable, provided that the regulation that all products supply has to be made and grown in the state to the state of Illinois. So it really does suck that the adult use cultivation centers in the state of Illinois are a nothing burger, but it's not that bad when you look at it in connection to other states that came before Illinois and see what in the future may be more opportunity in the industry. Maybe not necessarily at this size of operation because 210,000 square feet of canopy space is, it's a, that's a large operation. That's a lot of flour. And uh, it doesn't look like the state of Illinois or anybody really wants the industry to be dominated by a few players. They want this craft growing, uh, craft brewing type of analogy to the, the, the industry to make sure that it's open and available for a lot of new business owners and decentralized. And why do I think that Illinois is trying to decentralize their industry? Well, because they put caps on whether a cultivation center is allowed to own any of a craft grow, the number of craft grows you are allowed to have any type of equity ownership in, and also the limitation on the number of dispensaries that you're allowed to have equity in. For example, the number of craft grows that any one person can touch is three. 
Uh, and by touch, I mean own a part of. The number of dispensaries in Illinois that any one person can own is 10. As a result, nobody can really dominate the market and you're not gonna have the type of vertical integration that you would see in other less regulated industries, which means that there's going to be more small businesses and I hope that you get one of them. If you have any questions, Google Cannabis Lawyer and click on over to my website, CannabisIndustryLawyer.com and give me a call. And I'll see you real soon with some more information regarding, and I'm doing this strictly for SEO purposes, Adult Use Cultivation Center in Illinois. See you later, everybody.